moment you've all been waiting for, Elmo's Top 10 Countdown. From Hollywood, it's America's Top 10 with Casey Kasem. And the Grammy goes to... And the Tony Award goes to... And the Emmy goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And welcome to a very special episode of the Flickers from the Cave podcast. This is episode 200, and it's time to look back on, in our rearview mirror at all of the wonderful things we've discovered over the past four years, really. So my name is Marty. I am Mike. Hello, I'm Julie. So you guys, this has been quite a journey. Um, we Before we started recording, we were doing a little, um, doing a little study. And we realized that the podcast, our first episode, went up in 2010, in um, May of 2010. Um, and then um, we hit our 100 milestone in um, April of 2017. So it took us seven years to get that first 100 done. But now here we are just four years later, well, four and a half, and we've hit our second 100. So we are. Uh, this is episode 200, and we're going to do a little, uh, do a little reminiscing. This is like the immemorium part of the uh, Oscars. Except nothing's died here. All of these things are still out there in the in the world for you to enjoy, or, in the case of some of these things on our list, for you to avoid as though it were some sort of even newer variant of the COVID virus. I was ven- I was going to say I would venture to say that some of these you ha- will wish had died. <laughs> yes. In, in, um, I, in utero. Yes. Yes. Um, so, yes, it's been fun. And, Julie, you've basically been with us for this, almost the entirety of this second 100. Yeah, you guys invited me for 113 for the, our Pink Strutters episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just honored that you continued to invite me. Well, that one was in particular so weird, and and I knew it was going to be interesting that I was like, we got to get more people in on this (laughs) particular thing. And then it was just so much fun having you around that we just had to subject you to Supervan in the very next show. Well, that's true. (laughs) That was really terrible and awesome. Which made you then wonder, what the hell have I gotten into? Because I don't want to watch any more like this one. No, I don't know. She, I, as you will recall, we, you and I received a Supervan Hot Wheel shortly thereafter. Oh, mine is proudly sitting on my shelf right now. Mine is sitting <laughs> on top of my light box at work, so I can see it up there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, remember, remember the glory. Oh, yeah, sorry. remember the glory that is Superman. 
and those horrible sound effects. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But it's I guess constant. that's something that I love about watching movies with you guys is that, you know, we, we like certain movies and we don't like other movies. And sometimes we're really shocked. Like, I would have like really thought that Mike would have loved that or it'd be totally up Marty's alley, but it's not. <laughs> it is Just weird. Fun. I mean, and vice versa. I mean, it's all the same. And um, so what uh, so I think what we're going to try to do um for this episode is we're going to look back. We've taken the lists of the movies that we have done since episode 100. So starting at 101 and going up to 199, um, all the movies. And we have kind of gone through and separated out the ones that we really were happy that we got to see. Um, and then also made a second list of the ones that we wish had never been shown to us. So um, do we want to just go ahead and start on that list? Yeah, I, 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 how? I mean, do we want to do top five, then the next five, or I think how do we, we just maybe have? we just all start and we name one, and then we just sort of go round and round. Okay, then I'll just I'm gonna because I did not arrange my list actually kind of one to ten, mm-hmm. good or bad. Okay, I'll just gonna read the first one under the good category. Okay. So for me, uh, Rabid Dogs, the Mario cool. Bava movie. Nice. Which is not fun. No. <laughs> but it is impressive as hell. And it was, for me, what was really interesting is I think it was one of the first things I had seen by Bava where he had stepped out of his stylized uh, comfort zone. Yeah, it bit. was gritty <clears throat> and down in the dirt real feeling and like yeah. and that was I'm with not, david and, hess right no that was the other movie we did called hitchhike called rabid dogs S- yeah no slash hitchhike no no rabid dogs is the one with the four criminals that kidnapped a couple in the car that's right okay. david david hess takes over that's uh, right uh john philip law okay. and his wife yeah isn't that right or is it uh, rabid no. dogs is mario bava yeah, it's not John Philip Law. Hitchhike Who? has Franco Nero and David. Franco Hansen. Nero. Yeah. So. But yeah, Rabbit Dogs I thought was. Yeah, I actually had that on my list for a long time until I finally knocked it off. It's interesting too, having not that long ago watched uh, The Getaway. Mm-hmm. There are so many similarities in The Getaway and Rabbit Dogs. There's like when Al Letary has the veterinarian. And his wife kidnapped, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're in the car together, and I don't know. There's a lot of similarities there, but and that's not a, that's not a criticism because I thought Rabbit Dogs was great. Yeah, absolutely. So, who's next? Well, I can d- tell you what's at the bottom of my top ten list, which is Clown. Mm. Oh, that is a really good movie. Clown is fantastic. I. uh that is one I, did, I had never seen, and we watched it for the podcast, and I don't know. Maybe I just didn't have the right expectations or whatever, but it floored me how like brutal and fun and mean-spirited and over-the-top it was, and just great. So I loved Clown. It will be talked... We'll prob- I mean, if we want to just kind of like do some degree of uh, like keeping things flowing here, I can... If we run across one that's on another person's top ten... 
Yeah, we should say, yeah, that's on my list. Too. Yeah, because yeah, okay. Clown cl- Clown is for sure in my top ten. Cause nice. Cool. Yeah, not only was it super well made and 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 vicious, it was just the idea was so remarkably original. Yes. Uh-huh. Like that was Correct. just, you know, you put on this clown suit and then it you grow the, into this thing. It was the, makeup, the makeup was so good. The whole idea that it was this demon. The evolution of the demon. Yeah, yeah it was... And then just the killing of children. Oh I mean, my God. the fact that the in movie the, was so full of that. In the ball pit of Chuck E. Cheese. I will yes. never forget that. It was so yeah. good. But that is a movie that absolutely came in hard and just left me fully entertained. So The, oh, the saw choice. blade. The saw blade. Oh, yeah. That oh, launcher yeah. was and that, just like... Oh. That little kid, the little dickhead kid. Yeah, the little like shitty Colton kid. or something. Colt, yeah, I think. <laughs> Colt. And they, uh, Colton, yeah, and they come in there and it's just like a pile of fucking guts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, awesome. This is he awesome. was like a little like mini Steven Seagal. <laughs> yes, Ugh, it was terrible. So great, love that movie. All right, Julie, what's one? What's off your list? Good choice. Um, I know that uh, the cave was very divided by this one, but mm-hmm. uh, Blood Diner, <laughs> hands oh, yeah. hands that's, down. That's on my list. <laughs> on your most hated list. I'm not, I just, it just it's not on my most love list. <laughs> I just thought the soundtrack was great. The kills were amazing. Um, I've never wanted to be on a set more. Um, I thought that that would just be so much fun. Um, yeah, so okay. <laughs> okay, Sam, I'm surprised. I just yeah. want to get to that jar. Yeah. Yeah. That- <laughs> All right, Mike. What's your next one? All right, let's say uh, the void. Oh, okay. Ooh. Really like the yeah. void. I mean, there's so many movies now where the thing is like, oh, this real like throwback to the '80s mm-hmm. kind of horror thing, and like so much of it is really not to me. And all that like just cool uh, Lovecraftian shit. Yes, I mean, just because you do some practical effects is is, is that's great, but that doesn't make it a throwback to the '80s. There was a tone thing with the void it reminded me of like i don't know little little aspects of it like there's things like a prince of darkness thing mm-hmm. where those cultists are standing around in the parking lot mm-hmm. not moving and then had some reanimator kind of chuck invasion of the body snatchers flashbacks invasion of the body snatchers. it was just i thought it was a great and movie. just i didn't think about doing this with the other movies we mentioned but the void is available on crackle and tubi for free Oh, Ooh. cool. Seek it out. It's really good. Yeah, that's an excellent choice. Uh, my next one is Zombie Death House. I wanted to put that on my list. It is so good. That was really good. And I loved like Michael Pataki and all the stuff they did in that. And um, I don't know. That movie really surprised me. It was so much more than I think something named Zombie Death House should be. And it was just great. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if you guys remember... But that movie was directed by John Saxon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I just you know that dude should have directed more. Yeah, and it, that movie was in. It was on my nice list, my naughty and nice list. My, <laughs> it was on my nice list until I was down to maybe thir- twelve or thirteen movies mm-hmm. when I and I was trying to get down to ten. It was like same it, so. So narrowly more got inched out. Cool. Um, Agreed. Yeah, that one was a real high high watermark. Man. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so I think potentially this will be uh, all fan favorites, but Raw Force. Yeah. Definitely on my list. I, on my list. I mean, Andy Sedaris meets Indiana Jones, um, Cinemax-level boobs, and Mike called it the shove boat, which yeah. was just beautifully said. All-time, all <laughs> one of our best lines ever was shove boat. It was. It's on my list of top like, like of my top 10 and it was I, as as i was doing it i kept looking back at it thinking if i was gonna have a number one out of the last hundred episodes like a movie that just sort of clicked on all the levels on some way that crept into my subconscious yeah. it's number it three on my list it might have been this it was awesome it's yeah. it's all the way up at number three yep. so yeah so yeah you're right that is a super cave favorite i mean yeah there's piranhas there's kung fu there's an island um there's like weird yeah. ass monks that are like cannibals i mean well, that movie has it all what's wild to me is that the director edward murphy he has a movie on both lists of my so he, oh, gets, really? he gets one in the favorites and one in the least favorites so one in the stink and yes <laughs> So what, uh, what's next up for you? All right. Next up for me is Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Very nice. Ooh. Yeah, I Which love that I movie, but it, since it was something I'd seen a few times, I was I, I eliminated it from the running. It blew my mind. It was like, to me, it was like, maybe not to the same degree, but kind of in the same way, something like uh, Fight Club or Bronson, mm-hmm. the Nicholas Winding Refn movie, or even... In a, this is a strange comparison, but in a way like Clockwork Orange, mm-hmm. where it's just a different way of making a movie and telling a story. And it's, it's just so, so in-your-face and transgressive, too, where it's just, but, but yet still fun and human. Yeah, it was, I was just, could not have been John Cameron impressed. Mitchell is a no-joke artist. Yeah. Like, yeah, do not fuck sure. with that guy. And I swear... Watch Short Bus. And I need to see just that. Just brace yourself for hardcore gay sex and then just be amazed at how fucking beautiful that movie is. Yeah, I need to see that because, yeah, I am a huge fan of Hedwig. Yeah, and the, uh, the dude has not done a bad movie, quite frankly. And what? some of the stuff he's done for TV, like he's directed a few episodes of shows I like, and they're the best episodes of the show. He's just I, I've watched, good. after watching Hedwig, I watched like a a pretty extensive amount of like interview footage with him mm-hmm. and he's just such a effortlessly charming endearing kind of person and so fucking with it dialed in like on oh. top of it dude yeah he and Shocking. Stephen trask both i mean and that they brought hedwig back and he's doing it again oh really like right now like it is oh, wow yeah so anyway cool. out there. um my next one, thank you, Julie, was Neon City. Oh, that was a and good find. Honestly, both of those movies, The Future Hunters and Neon City, the ones that we did for that episode, were both on the list for the longest time. And I finally yes. just said, I got to pick one. I loved Future Hunters, but I put Neon City on there because it really just could not have been more perfect to me. I just loved it so much. And I don't know, there's another John Saxon movie I'm noticing, like back to back. Um, 
maybe that's maybe there's something to that. But anyway, <laughs> that was fucking great. I would have never ever seen it, had never heard of it, and um, it was just an absolute delight. I thought it was perfect. That was a random yep. thrift store find, you know, like which was great. But I also did look it up after we did the Lyle Alzado movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and saw it, and I was like, whoa, Vanity, like, you know, how have we not talked about this or heard about this? And John Saxon and stuff. I mean, it's just, like, yeah. all of our favorites. So, that was a yeah, fucking it was, good It was Michael it Ironside. Was on mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. He was the lead. It the was lead. wild to, that's right. to see him like, and play sort of not just a... Yeah, I said John like, Saxon, but it was Michael Ironside. Yeah. yeah. It's like, not just like a, hey, all right, let's go kill those guys. Kind of or blow their like, heads up. <laughs> right. Not that I don't enjoy all that, but I'm, it was a really revelatory thing for watching him. And and it was on my list for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then it became a necessary evil. It had to be eliminated. Right. That was a really fun episode. Yes. That, that was, was good stuff. Gold all the way down that episode. Yeah. So, Julie, what's next for you? Ooh. Okay. So. Action USA. Thank you, Very Mike. Cool. Yeah, that hands down. Um, that was one of those movies I'd always wanted to see. It was like always like, um, it was so hard to find. I could never find the VHS tape. Mm-hmm. It wasn't released on DVD. You know, I'd seen it. People posted like jazzy stuff on, on Instagram about it. But it was always so hard to find or just really expensive that I was never going to purchase um, but, you know, Vi- Vinegar Syndrome came out with a really nice release of it and Lunch Meat as well. And I finally got a Lunch Meat uh, VHS, so I was really excited oh. about it. Yeah, that yeah, was a I good one. It was on my list for a long time. Me too. Yeah, it's just like bullets hit and everything explodes. It was so much fun. The, the car stuff in that mm-hmm. yeah. Just all this, the driving and the car stunts were just... And jumping out of helicopters and airplanes and stuff. That movie was crazy. <laughs> it yeah. was awesome. Some like road warrior level, just we don't give a fuck and we don't have any permits <laughs> oh, and have any permits. <laughs> okay, is it back to me? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna do underwater. Oh, okay, yeah. So good. That was like on my top fifteen for sure. Man, that that changed my perception of Kristen Stewart as an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to see her walking like, around in her undies the whole time. But just the performance. <laughs> I mean, like so she they, was great. they were. They were doing that, like those close-ups of her, and like where she would just—I don't know—it's that acting where it's all in the the eyes and or something. Face, yeah, and it's just—I'm always kind of blown away that people can do that and register so much of a range of emotion. Yeah, I can and only the, register like disgust and um, boredom. I have—I have to go <laughs> to the bathroom. Yeah. No, that was on my list, but I—I I, at a certain point I was like, okay, this is. Like, there were movies like um, that Road Rage movie, Unhinged. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was a fucking great movie. But I was like, eh, it's too Hollywood. So I just eliminated. Though I started, like, being super cutthroat just to help me yeah. narrow it down to, like, that's more um, what I would consider, like, true flickers, flickers from the fodder. cave type stuff. Yeah, so. and, I, and I thought about that, too. But I think the thing that pushed, that made it okay in my mind to pick Underwater, even though it was a big Hollywood thing. Mm-hmm. Was that it was not Matt Damon and you know what I mean? Yeah. It was not like all the biggest stars. It was no. it was a Hollywood Hollywood flick, but also the fact that it went into the sort of that back to like talking about the void into the Lovecraftian 
side of things. Yeah. And and it so, was dark, maybe even overly dark and grim. And yeah. that's not something you get that much anymore these days. I just thought it was beautiful and gutsy and unbelievably Agreed. well act and unbelievably well acted. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally good. And it was on my list. But next on my yeah. list is one that I think we can all agree was a fucking masterpiece, and that's Baker County, USA. I didn't get it. <laughs> I, I got it, and I loved it, but it didn't make my list. God yeah. damn it. It nearly was at the top of my list. I enjoyed it so much. Wow. It was great. Um, that was one of the ones that really just fucking nailed it for me. Like yeah, I, I just, loved that movie. It worked on every level. It was mean-spirited. It was exciting. It was fun. I just thought it was perfect. Yeah, I was a huge fan. And again, you keep naming these that were like up to when I had 15 left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like my, uh-huh. my top top 11 to 15 were, uh, we've already mentioned, you, you've yeah. already mentioned. Yeah. So, yeah, I, w- I'm, I was impressed with, I have been impressed consistently with William Fruitt. Well, that one was... I- a masterpiece if you ask me and like yeah. that one we did with that i think which was the one where they went up to that lake house the house mm-hmm. by the lake or whatever it was called with uh, brenda vaccaro that made my top 10 hands that, down well I was, I, I was i'm sorry for the spoiler but like we did those two together and like i think those were the same show but anyway i just like that they were. that was on the fucking my list for the longest time and i finally just said i'm gonna pick one of these and i picked baker county yeah i mean the 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 house by the lake thing was like some of the most like tense yeah shit just mean spirited yes Stroud Brenda Vaccaro Stroud was so good and Brenda Vaccaro being like a great like femme fatale essentially but I guess maybe not a femme fatale but just like a strong kick your ass woman yeah Yeah. she was like but not in an unbelievable way no I mean she wasn't killing xenomorphs but she was still a badass. She was one hundred. She took down those, all of those motherfuckers, and that was all amazing. Yes, it's a fucking good yeah. movie. I'm it's sorry, Julie, for for stealing that one from you by saying it. No, no, no. Well, that's that's it was what's a great episode. About, well, and that's what's fun about this is seeing the crossover from list yeah, to list. Mm-hmm. It is. You're totally right. Do you want to have that be the one you mentioned now, Julie, or do you want to move on to your next one chronologically? Oh, no. Yeah, I no. Um, one, yeah. Also, I just have like kind of I, I kind of lost count of how many we've talked about or anything. But when it's time for number one, I'll I'll put that aside. Okay. And I'm going to continue just talking about movies until you guys are like, okay. this is my number one. <laughs> but um, you know, Black Christmas. Yeah. And I had never seen that before, and I'm very excited that I'm supposed to see that in the movie theater on 35 mil. Wow. And, you know, oh, so that'll wow. be like a fun thing at the Alamo in Raleigh. Cool. That but, is um, really cool. Are you going to watch the remake? So I did watch the remake. Mm-hmm. It's like a um, kind of like was... a feminist reboot more mm-hmm. so than remake, right? Because okay. I think there's a remake and a reboot. The remake was in, don't quote me on this, but like 2016 or something. And then the reboot. I, I thought was there was recently. just one remake or whatever. I didn't know there was a, a two of them, but um, I can I picture the poster for one of them where it's like yeah. a face. It's kind of screaming and you just see in the mouth. I don't know. Yeah. 
But I, I saw the most recent one recently, and I thought it was good. There was a couple like throwbacks to the original, but it it went down a similar storyline, but it was very different, differently told. There um, are just to clear clarify. Thank you. There's Black Christmas from 1974, uh-huh. Black Christmas from 2006, Black Christmas from 2016, yes. The Night Billy Came Home, Black Christmas 2019, and Black Christmas 2021 Remake. What the so fuck? there are five Black Christmases. <laughs> I had no I've only ever seen the original, so I had no idea. Oh, the 2021 no Remake. Okay. Well, though 2019 I, I recently saw and that was that was good. I love the the 74 the Bob is it Bob Clark? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, Correct. Bob Clark and uh it was great. It really was. It it kind of blew me away and I think that that was the episode we did with My Bloody Valentine that you picked, Mike. Um and I hadn't seen either of them and and I just was super excited oh, about those. I love My Bloody Valentine. Mhm. That's yeah, I love that hot the, do- hot dog kill scene. Yes, I think you about that often. Un- and you got to get the uncut, the uncut version. Like oh, that, where he shoves his face in the boiling hot dog water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I I have the VHS tape, and it does not have it to its like beauty of the Blu-ray rip. That, but the yeah. Blu-ray is like I don't know. The last time I looked it up, it was big bucks. That was wild. Yeah, yeah it is a. Apparently a hugely collectible movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with they right. put all the violence back in. Yeah, and all the Canadian stunt driving. Okay, <laughs> they're going take a take a ride, eh? That's right. <laughs> Up to, we're going out to the mine. All right, Mike. What's next on your list? Okay, let's get back. Get our game face back on. Okay, we're getting. I've got like four left on my top ten. I have so six. Five, uh, five, but I, I've had a lot of crossover yes. with with you guys. So I'm going I'm to do uh, 1961's Night Tide by Ooh, Curtis Herring. Very cool, cool. Because it Dennis was Dennis Hopper. Yes, yeah, super yeah. weird and atmospheric and yeah. just beautifully shot in black and white. Very Carnival of Souls. Yes, it did a, so much with so little, mm-hmm. and it was one of those movies that just did not give a shit about explaining. Mm-hmm. Much of anything to you, which really cool from that from that era. That's an even more of a an accomplishment. And we did that with the Killing Kind or whatever, right? With the John Savage, isn't that right? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm shocked. I remember that. The killing, really good, Kind. really good. Um, start, killing Moon. I was starting to sing Echo and the Bunny Man. Julie, you'll be very happy by the next one on my list. Also, there's another one. Thank you. Nine Deaths of the Ninja. Oh, so good. Uh, so, so that good. was another one that just that is not a great movie, but it is such an awesomely fun piece of like trash that I loved and would have never watched and probably wouldn't have let it finish if I hadn't had to watch it for the podcast. And it was so <laughs> crazy and so delightfully fun that it 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 was all over the top five of my list for a long time where I was trying to figure out where to like put it. So I finally just, it finally got bumped down to number six, but still it, um, that was a good one. So thank you for that. It was, it was for sure at some point like number 11. Yeah. Like it just barely missed the list, but it is, 
I think by a wide margin, the movie that I have quoted the most <laughs> since I've watched it. Because anytime I see something spelled in the past tense, uh, I want to sound like Blackie Dammit. The hostages, <laughs> they're unharmed. I would say the door is unlocked. That makes yeah. me happy. <laughs> that was such a fun movie. Such it's a, a fun, stupid movie. It was. But Blackie Dammit was. That is. Come on, man. No, that, was, that was a next level acting. Awesome movie. That makes me happy. I'm glad that you liked it. Loved it. So, what's next on your list, Julie? Uh, Robo Vampire. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, I just think that <laughs> that movie is so bad it's good. And um, that was there's hopping really vampires. Bizarre. There's like a tinfoil condom Robocop. Um, oh, there's ghost right. boobs and it has that 8-bit soundtrack that we all loved. I think this movie is fantastic. It's definitely um, on my top Holy Grail VHS tape <laughs> to get. But currently I just have like a DVD uh, boot bootleg something, you know. It's pretty lousy, it's but I love it. so funny to me that, like, all you have is a DVD. you got to get that VHS. <laughs> yeah, but it's big bucks. You know, like, my, my go-to move is what's the cheapest, you know, like DVD or, or VHS. Oh, yeah. So, oh, actually, fun story, I thought, was that, like, a couple years ago, um, I was kind of, like, dating this guy, and he's like, what are you doing on, uh, or talking to him? And he's like, what are you doing on Valentine's Day? And I, and I said, like, the IMDb thing. And I was like, oh, I'm watching this movie. And he was just like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> it, needless to say, it did not work out. And I, I really think it is because of that movie. Yeah. He judged me, and I was kind of like, hmm, if you can't get down with a robo-vampire, it's never going to work out. There's the fucking it's a defining door. moment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I, right. I have fond memories of that, but yeah, I did not... It was never in contention for my list. <laughs> but I will say it was not in contention for the top or bottom. It, no, it's list. not on the worst. I mean, it, it had its uh, pleasure. I was like, man, I bet they're going to they're gonna put it on maybe the no. worst list. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is it back to me? It's back to you. Um, what have you done to Salon? Oh, that one was in contention with me forever. Yeah. My, Julie really did not get to movie. see that one. Is that she was no? she was not in that show. Oh, okay, it was one twenty eight. Yeah, well, I mean, episode. she was around, but that was one of the shows, one of the variety of shows that she was not part of. I was I was doing above ground missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Julie was being dispatched throughout the world, fighting crimes. <laughs> right, but that in one was great, thought. and oh my god, the twist! Oh yeah, it was avoid just, avoid the twist and watch this fucking movie because goddamn, that's a good movie. Yeah, and uh, just uh, inevitably there was going to be at least one Italian movie on my list. It had to be. Oh, yeah. Um, Uh, But some of the ones we watched, (laughs) they were not great. So, Mike, this next one, it's thanks to you. Yeah. Mansion of the Doomed. Oh, yes. Awesome. From Mr. Michael Pataki. To me, that's one of the most brutal, fucked up, unknown movies we've done. And that's the sort of shit I want this podcast to be about is like turning over rocks until we find some shit like this because wow that movie floored me 
me too. It was my, it's my, I've got two left. That was my number two or number one. Okay. Oh, nice. That was on my top was, 15. I really, really uh, liked it. I thought it was great. Young Lance Hendrickson. The cast was good. The actors uh-huh. were all awesome. Just, and it just did not care. It just went there and stayed there. When, when he picks that little girl up. Yes. Like at the park yes. or whatever, and he's giving her a ride. Yeah. That was intense and squirmy yes. and ballsy yeah. it was that's the sort of shit the, like there was like blood and black lace and a variety of movies that sort of were similar to that where it was like just like unre- unrelentingly dark that were on my list because that's sort of yeah. what i'm here for but anyway that one blew me away Man, I th- and i loved another thing i loved about it was that it was like weirdly gothic and old-fashioned but in a contemporary setting yeah. Yep. So it was vicious and contemporary, but it was also had a gothic kind of vibe to just, it. And just so goddamn mean. Yeah, mean as shit. Yeah. What I, were you going to say, Julie? I think about it often when all of those blind people like escape and are running outside. And I'm like, where are they running to? Like they, you know, it's like so sad. And They're like, going to run into traffic. Yeah, they were running into traffic. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. I thought about that at the grocery store the other day. Oh, wow. Really? As, yeah, I did, actually. I was just watching people, and everybody was just seemed to have no idea what they were there for. Uh-huh. Wow. It was... I guess I get frustrated because I just want to get in and get my shit and get out. Uh-huh. So when these people all seem to be kind of... This is the highlight of their week, and they're just, like, killing time. <laughs> Look, man, it's the fucking holidays. You got to, like, yeah. make some space. You got shit to in do. Your it's holidays. Oh, that's... It has not grown three sizes yet. <laughs> so, Julie, what's next on your list? Um, Let's see. Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. Wow. That <laughs> is a trauma that I just fell in love with. And, and I think it's, like, hands down, top, you know, three favorite traumas. Like, maybe top five, wow. for sure. But, like that yeah. war movie? Oh, Troma's War? Yeah. Thank you, Ooh. Joe Bob Briggs. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I purchased that like five minutes into that movie or wow. maybe ten. Um, yeah. Uh, but It's rough. Yeah, it is. But it's hilarious and wild. Um, yeah, Mother's Day for sure is on that list. Yeah, I just, re- I just com- watched that. Yeah. Isn't Combat Shock Troma? It I don't is. know if is it. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, um, that's a fucked up movie. I it know. is extremely rough. I've only seen it that one time, Mike. No interest in seeing it again. I didn't forget it. I no. Still <laughs> that fucked up it. baby. I bought it. Yes. So you still haven't seen it, Julie? No, because that. Um, I think you guys and then also Eli were like, "Oh, that's fucking rough," <laughs> and yeah. I was just like. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna wait. You know, yep. sometimes you just gotta like park a movie until you're gonna be in a good mood. You know, and like also well, know that you're will get beaten make down. you not in a good mood. Yeah, you gotta like be ready to be beaten yeah. down and then have some like glass half full shit afterwards. Yeah, you're gonna need a you're gonna need four or five glasses completely brimming to, to like deal with that. I mean, it's <laughs> a lot. There's a the dude has been to Vietnam and he's been exposed to all these chemicals and stuff and his sperm's all fucked up and he has this baby that is just an absolute disaster 
and it just cries. So the movie's just it's got this constant background sound effect of just this little mutant baby just crying and <laughs> it's just dying and it's just absolutely soul crushing. And I don't want to I'm not going to say any more about what happens, but it's um it is a fucking grim piece of work. Uh, that is Combat yeah, Shock, which no one's put on their list by the way. David Lynch, like I said, oh. Yeah. Well, what's up with that little weird baby? Yeah. Yeah. Even David Lynch. <laughs> so Mike, what you got left? All right, I have one. Okay. Because we've crossed over so much. So, again, now I did my top 10 in no, I don't think necessarily in a particular right. order. I think if I had Mansion of the Dune would have been number one. But my num- uh, my 10th movie on the list is Prime Cut. Oh, wow. Whoa. Interesting. I was, I loved that movie. Okay. Because just watching, uh, and I know, again, it's sort of Hollywood, but... Hmm. Gene Hackman and Lee Marvin and these guys. And it's weird and kind of subversive in a way that... All that shit lot. with the women in the pens and stuff. It was so fucked yes. up. Oh, that was rough. Yeah. I mean, but that's what I mean. It was... It was beautifully from a time shot. When it really was. And, uh, you know, it's as that, that was that's from that time when the Hollywood system was really kind of breaking down. And so you had the infrastructure of the Hollywood system left, but then you had like these upstart, like kind of weird directors coming in, taking advantage of the fact that you could still get these great actors. And you know what I mean? This is like Michael Ritchie was a young guy and came in and made this kind of subversive, strange movie, but he had all the good actors and, and all the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I remember it. Oh, God. And then it was paired with that movie where Murphy Brown got shot in the vagina. Yeah. Yes. The hunting party was actually on my list for quite a while. It was, that was another not at all fun, but impressive movie. It really was. Yeah, neither of those, neither of those for me. But just sort of left a bad taste (laughs) in my mouth. I was just like, Um, Though I was impressed with them, I think, like from an artistic and storytelling standpoint, especially the one with Gene Hackman and the uh, women in pins. I know Gene Hackman that's, was in both, but that's prime cut. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one was definitely. I liked it better than the Oliver Reed one, the um, Hunting Party. Oh, I, I did too, but I, I'm just saying the Hunting Party. I did was impressed. Mm-hmm. Again, it's one of those movies you almost don't want to say I liked it. I was yeah, impressed. impressed. Um, my next one is another one that Julie did not get to take a, take a, take a part in, but it's Toys Are Not For Children, uh-huh. mm-hmm. which was also incredibly fucking dark and grim yep. with an insane sort of twist at the end. Um, and just really just not afraid to just be gross. That and Solange, uh, not Solange, but uh, Mr. Soames. Yes. Which was the same episode right. where high up yes on my mr list. solmes is number 12 on my list so it didn't make the top 10 but yeah Oof, that toy's not children <laughs> it just blew me away i did not know that something like that existed so this was really good um julie what's next for you um i think my number one i'm ready to say my number one mm-hmm. Um, never too young to die. Thank nice. you, Marty. And <laughs> well, I mean, thank you to um, how did this get made for uh, yes, 
Absolutely. I mean, that that was a movie that I was just like, holy shit, how have I not seen this before? Yeah, that was It's ridiculous totally and amazing and just the best ride. Mm-hmm. Gene, Simmons, Gene Simmons, amazing. Oh, yeah, with that death nail? Mm-hmm. Just that fucking <laughs> reveal of him at the end. Just That's, one of the best yes. moments in cinema history. Uh-huh, agreed. Could not agree more. So, Mike, are you out of movies? I'm out of the top ten. Well, let me do my next one, which is Highway to Hell. Thank you, Julie. Whoa, yeah. Also, thank you, Eli, because he reminded me of that movie. That movie um, was awesome. And... um I've seen the box a million times. No interest in watching it. Would not have watched it if it hadn't been like basic. If I hadn't been basically forced, Um, and I was so happy to watch it. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And I only have one more. All right. And it's Pink Angels. Nice. Pink Angels was amazing. Um, That really blew me away. And I'm actually now thinking like I think Michael Pataki might have been a major player in my list. He is. yeah. But anyway, the Pink Angels, that was one that I'd heard about and heard about and had heard like, man, the ending is fucking a punch in the stomach. I had no idea what it was going to do. I loved its message. I loved its fucking grimness. I loved its humor. Um, it was so loving in the way it presented these people. And I just, I, I was in- amazed that a movie like that was made in 1972 and that it mm-hmm. could still be so impactful. So Pink Angels... Big, big fan. I loved their friendship. Exactly. You know, and yeah. them navigating their way to the drag ball. It was awesome. Yeah. It was just uh, like, what the fuck are we watching? So every scene where they stopped in some town to buy like another frock mm-hmm. or something, <laughs> and they would go into the ladies' department and like all these little non non actor women mm-hmm. who were just that worked at the the Woolworths or whatever and. Somewhere in Albuquerque or somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all those scenes were just awesome. So it was great. My um, the five that didn't make it into the top ten for me were Vegas in Space. Ooh, yeah, very which I loved. Good. The Mind of Mr. Soames, which Mike just mentioned a minute ago. Siege, Stone, the Australian biker movie, which I fucking yeah. loved, <laughs> and then Universal Soldier: Day of Reckoning, <laughs> the one from John Hyams. Yeah, that rode high in my list. Like it was, it was in there for a long time. It was so satisfying and so like over the top and just fucking great. Dolph that Lundgren. fight with yeah, that fight, that fight with Arlovsky. Yes, in that apartment where he gets his yes. foot cut off, just like That's holy a great shit. movie for what they it destroyed was. Destroyed that little condo, and it seemed like they just destroyed a condo. It didn't seem like yeah. that was some set or some breakaway furniture. It looked like two big strong dudes breaking an apartment so that's invasion that's my list of movies that i am the most happy to have seen did you get through all of your stuff julie yeah your good your nice list i did okay so now do we want to move on to the also rans (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna do five is that what we're gonna do I mean, we can. T- to be honest, I don't have more than that. And the funny yeah. thing is, is that like it was really hard for me to figure out my top five worst. Wow. Because I don't know, because if there's so many things that I've seen that I'm like, well, 
you know, I didn't like that, but I think that that was really good for me to see. Or I'll never watch that again. But right, you know, it it was like great. Um, I mean, that's much healthier to- than my attitude, which is basically fuck whoever suggested this movie. <laughs> no, I get I get that though. There's a lot that. Again, a lot of the that's where I had maybe more trouble picking the ones to put on this end of the list because it was like that was awful, but I did enjoy watching it. Yeah, there are definitely or, some so, that were admittedly bad that are not on my hated list. It's and, like we have a masochistic tendency towards watching movies. <laughs> like if it doesn't hurt a little bit, it's probably not worth it. So, so I narrowed mine down to eight. So I'll just tell you all what the bottom three are. Um, okay. It was a fine madness with um sean connery because fuck that miserable slog of a movie with a prick and i love sean connery and Uh there were like beautiful women and great locations and all this stuff he's fucking irvin kershner i mean that's there's talent there fuck i hated that movie um i did too the next that one is and the the offense that was my number three most hated oh really i and see i really like that like the offense yeah um, i did not enjoy it but i was blown away by it my next one that didn't make the top five was heated vengeance which is also from edward murphy who did um raw force um yes that was the one with richard hatch that we paired up with that one where he goes through the warp into the strange universe that's my anyway. number five of the magic yeah magical okay. heated vengeance is your number five or the other one the warriors um, of the lost world or whatever i clumped them both together since okay. that's like an episode 156 yeah. down the hatch it's the hashtag. <laughs> yeah those were those are bad yeah. um but heated vengeance was the one that was worse to me but it, you know it had um what's his name michael pollard pollard oh it was terrible michael michael, michael pollard's what kept it out of my lowest thought. Oof, he's bad in that and then so the the next one was between the lines the thing the about the newspaper because i just fucking hated actually i didn't like either of those movies but that one i just put at the top yeah that's my number two wow all right i guess we're all on the same (laughs) page there yeah all of those are in are in my least liked oh really yeah yeah because you said you said uh fine madness right hated that hated that shit um, what was the other he one? Heated vengeance that, and between the lines. Vengeance. Yes, and between the lines, I, all three. Yeah. My, nu- my number five was the new gladiators from Mr. Fulci. Oh, bring yeah. with Fred Williamson. That that yeah. was it was terrible. Really bad. It was terrible. It was pretty pretty bad, but I did love it. And then no. the next one was jujitsu with Nicholas Cage. I'm just going to sit here, and as you read the bad ones, I'm going to delete them off my list. Well, um, and, But the thing is, is Heated Vengeance, I really hated, but the thing that I loved about that movie mm-hmm. is that I accidentally looked it up, and I was, like, really quick to YouTube it and find the movie, because for some mm-hmm. reason I I didn't get it, and, um, and I found Naked Vengeance, which is, like, I think on, like, one of the top five best um like rape revenge movies of all time oh wow and it was very tough to watch but i remember watching that and being like holy shit this movie is phenomenal yeah and then watching heated vengeance and being like this is fucking trash that was so bad and i loved raw force so much that i had such high hopes yeah Mm -hmm. and it just didn't succeed agreed 
But, you know, um, Between the Lines, I think that movie just made me, like, that's my number two, like, most hated movie on the podcast, technically my number one. But it just made me so angry because that I was a journalist for for a mm-hmm. while, and it's just like such a fun and rowdy and wild, entertainingly so, atmosphere. And this was the most boring goddamn movie ever. It was so boring, it was awful, and it really thought it was so smart and so clever, and it had a great cast. Like yeah, it did. It did have it a John cast. Hurt. Goldblum. It was so sure that it was going to be good. That it was terrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just what it seemed like. They were, everybody was just so sure they were acting at the peak of their prowess. And I don't know. It just, it fell so flat. Yeah, it was just bad. And I really, with from the reviews, because it is very highly regarded. And it was not good. But my, my top three are all Julie picks. <laughs> Let's hear him. So I'll just run them down. So Destroyer with Lyle Alzada. Oh, God, I love that movie. Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. <laughs> okay. But my number one least favorite movie. <laughs> Say it with me. Blood Diner. Blood Diner. <laughs> that was just, I hated it so much. I Marty, hated it so much. You it know, just, it totally wanna... just like missed me. It just went by. I, I really want to respect your opinion, um, but also I really want to invite you over for dinner and drinks and watch that movie with you. Oh, I would <laughs> I would watch it with you for sure. I, you know, it's not like I don't have anything better to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, and and again, not I'm not mad. You know, it, I I'm glad yeah. I saw it. You know, <laughs> I don't ever want to see it again. But but would hmm. Mike? What is left on your list? All right, I've got uh, Demonoid. Oh, yeah, okay. Death, which I inflicted upon us. Yeah, that was bad. That was me. That was me. I, the jury, which I inflicted oh, upon Oh, that was us. so bad. It was terrible. Uh, I don't know who suggested Clown House, but to have Clown in my top ten, yeah. Clown House is certainly I, in the bottom. I did. Guys, I made that pair. It's the combo. But it was just, I think it's, and it's... I. I, yeah, I didn't Clown think it was. House. I did not. I didn't think it was a great movie, but then like it's got that taint. Oh sure, it's tainted all the hell that, of that. That Silva? makes me uh, Victor Victor Silva. Oh yeah. yeah, okay. And it just made Salva. Me squ- Salva. Salva. Okay. Yeah, and not Henry Silva. But he also did like the um, Jeepers Creepers, which is really good. I it's love good. Jeepers Creepers. It's good. And Powder. Um, mm-hmm. No, he's he's done good work, but unfortunately, he's also a shithead. Been a bad guy. Uh, Deadly Illusion, which I think that's the name of that movie that we were talking about. Yeah, Yeah. it was the best of caves, and it was the worst of caves. (laughs) (laughs) This was bad. That was the one with Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Mm -hmm. As Hamburger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's terrible. (laughs) Okay. All right. So. Ninja Busters. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it rode along my list for a very long time. Yeah. We paired that with Nine Deaths of the Ninja. Yeah. And maybe that's what it was, is Nine Deaths of the Ninja was just so spectacular. So good. It's going to outshine that, anything. Right. Exactly. Um, and my number one, I think, it, or the one I have left on my bad list is a movie called Super Dark Times. Oh. Really? What's that, what's that about? Yeah. I did not like that movie. 
Huh. Yeah, that was a Netflix thing. Yeah, and I just felt, thought it was... I don't even remember anything about it. It was these just, like, shit little teenage boys that were... It was like it wanted to be... To me, it wanted to be sort of like a 21st century update of, like, River's Edge or something. Okay. But the characters were not interesting, and the the kind of... I can't. It's hard to even now remember exactly what the uh, the sort of MacGuffin of the whole thing was, like some incident where somebody got hurt mm-hmm. or or killed, like somebody fell off a bridge or was murdered and thrown off of a bridge, and they saw it, and then they hid the secret. I just was a gruesome accident remember. leads to a cover. Oh yes, I did not like this. Movie. I do remember this movie. Yeah, I, I don't remember it being bad, though. It's rated 6.6 6 out of 10 on IMDb. And that's fine. Yeah, I remember it being pretty good. I, I didn't like it. Okay. I mean, I'm unless not I, arguing. Unless I am completely conflating it uh, to a different thing. Uh, it's you funny. I mean? if, if you like an indie flavor and are a fan of films like River's Edge or Stand By Me, then you should have some fun with this one. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't. There's like a the kid. There's a kid whose brother has a samurai sword, and it, the, his brother is off to the, to the war, and he gets his brother's samurai sword, and they end up they're chasing some kid through a park, and he attacks him with the samurai sword. Huh. Yeah, isn't that? And they're because they're like yeah, riding bicycles right. and stuff around because they're yeah just at they're an age kids. where they 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 don't have money for a car or whatever. Right. Yeah. I yeah, I remember it being good, but yeah, it's, I don't remember it very much. Okay. I just I, I'd remember not liking okay. it, so. Well, cool. And that's I'm I'm that's me. Well, and and speaking I'm, of movies that like the podcast has brought to us, last episode Julie recommended a movie called Villains that um I ended up watching like that night and fuck, that was good. It's with stylish and amazing. Bill Skarsgård and um, um, the chick from The Closer. She was in it. And from It Follows. Yeah, it was fucking mind-blowing. I loved it. So thank you for that, Julie. Yeah. And y'all have obviously watched The Night Comes For Us that I've recommended no- numerous times. Um, and you can so you many, can tell me so many how happy you were that I recommended that. It was really good, Marty. I liked it. A Just lot. glad that I'm able oh. to like get convince my best <laughs> friends to like you know watch stuff that I know they're gonna love. And hey, we're you happy. Know, you told us about the hunt, and we definitely slept on that for a while mm-hmm. for too long. But well, mainly I did. Well, you but both. I did. really, I really. Liked we both it. did, and I, I but I watched it. it like two or three times since yeah. then. Yeah. And and now what I'm telling you is, trust me place enter into an agreement with the night comes for us you'll be happy you did so i will check it out um, um wait so can i talk about one more movie oh yeah of course. off your hated list yeah okay I'll so bring, bring it this was a huge fail on my part and my part only okay but the reason why i hate it you guys will know uh siesta Oh, that's very funny. Yeah. And I ran out of time. And so um, 
I, uh, you guys were like, we've discussed this in depth. What are your thoughts on this? And then I had to admit that I cheated and tried to read the last chapter and then tried to cliff note it. And it just did not work. Yeah. It was the, the worst movie that I could have done that with. Yeah, there's not a more complicated plot. I don't think we've no, done. A, there, we've definitely not done a movie with that sort of story ever. No, because it's that it is so like trippy. Is this reality? Is this not reality? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. That would have been a tough one to, <laughs> to fake your way through. So <laughs> tell me clean was the right way to do it. <laughs> so, yeah, I. Uh, well, it's like the last one. We, hugely funny when we did that episode. Though. That was one of my favorite podcast moments, period, was that episode. We laughed a lot. The, the last <laughs> show we did with um, uh, was Screaming, Death Screams, and... Um, Mutilator. Mutilator. If I hadn't gone back and rewatched Death Screams because you had technical issues, Mike, I would have probably had that at the fucking bottom of my list but i rewatched it and was like fuck this is good so you know it's it's always good i guess to have an open mind julie maybe the same thing will happen when i rewatch blood diner exactly hmm. <laughs> we have so many times times tried to get our jackie kong on man i'll tell you and, and that being was, a huge fan of fucking night patrol i was definitely coming at it with from the right angle but man Man, but you guys didn't hate the being. No, I was blown away by. And the being is generally considered a worse movie, I think. And Mm -hmm. I liked it a lot. I really did too. uh, And I have to say, for for me, Blood Diner fell into that category of, hey, let's make a camp or let's Mm -hmm. make a cult. Let's make Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. (laughs) When you intentionally set out to make something that's going to be a cult classic, most of the time you just get like a dud. Not saying that Blood Diner's a dud. I, I am yeah. 100% saying Blood Diner is a dud. <laughs> it's just not my favorite. Yeah, it was bad. Was it, but it was not on your top hated list, Mike, Blood Diner? No, okay. no, because so many of the others. It's It was just, a, and plus, this was, for me, I don't know, I'm terrible at doing this. So it was more so flavorless. It, like, it, it wasn't like it tasted like shit. It just did not have a yeah. strong flavor. Okay. And and that is usually pretty damning for me that like I hate some, like I hate watching a movie and being like meh yeah I'd I'd rather aggressively be pissed off about a movie which is no not, I'd rather that, I'd rather I don't not I don't but I'm saying I guess this is when I no what I'm trying to say is if I had made a film oh, okay yeah and somebody else watched it I would rather them watch it and want to come and find me and hurt me for making that movie. Then that somebody watching go, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, you know, uh, I've seen worse. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just I hate that kind of meh about a piece of 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 cinema or like I, I was I was going to say art, but you know, I don't want to sound too poncy about it. <laughs> yeah, I um, I think that's what I like the most on here is when we when we pick a movie is the ones that do sort of bring about a strong reaction one way or the other i i want to feel a thing so like that's what i was saying like when i went through the list if i did not if i did not remember the movie positively or negatively i just eliminated it from the running so i if i looked at it went i don't remember what that one was i didn't google it to see what the movie was if i don't remember it i don't want it 
So maybe there's some excellent shit left on the table, but um, it didn't stick with me. Oh, there, there definitely is stuff, and there was stuff that I was hesitant about taking off of my mm-hmm. liked list. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 really, for me, like the 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 negative list was, I think may, maybe harder to make. It was because there was harder. so much, because there's so much stuff that was like just objectively awful, right? But I I had fun watching. Like fateful findings that that and Gediman, yeah, but <laughs> are just, just dumb and terrible. But they're they're the thing that separates them from Blood Diner is that these two people thought they were doing something. I they earnestly seemed to feel like they had like something to say and they were going to make a a movie with a little pathos and a little drama. Especially Gediman, that to me, such a triumph. Of yeah. just badness, I, I, there's yes. no way I would put that on a list of bad movies. Something like Le Ultimo Squalo, you know, <laughs> yeah, was terrible, but I loved it. It was, it awesome. was so much Vic Morrow's accent in that, <laughs> where he's Irish or Scottish or Welsh or from Venus or somewhere. It's just just gold, man. Just fucking gold. Yeah. So um, much fun to talk about. Yeah. Which is awesome. And that's like, I, I, I know you and I grew up, Marty, and right in the, it seemed to me anyway, to be like the golden age of Italians going, oh, that was successful in America? Mm-hmm. Here you go. <laughs> Here's, Here's five more just like it. Copy and paste. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's like jaws. All right. Here's claws, balls, paws. <laughs> just bang, 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 bang. And then the slasher movies, then, you know. But then, like, in, in that run of all that stuff, the little gems pop up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, like uh, uh, what is it, House on the Edge of the Park. Oh, yeah. As, as intensely, like, uh, unpleasant as that is, in the wake of all the movies sort of trying to capitalize on... Last House on the Left. Last House on the Left, that actually was a solidly effective horror movie. So I, I'm, I just started scrolling through the full list of movies, and I was just going through, and like I noticed, Zapped and Joysticks, you know, both fucking awful, but not awful enough. Joysticks especially was so awful. Um, I liked both was, of those movies, but I just Joysticks was they were bad. Um, so like, <laughs> and like TC two thousand, that thing with Billy Blanks. That was terrible, but I enjoyed it so much. It is that's, amazing. That is a masterpiece. That's where they like live underground. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. And there's been a disturbance at one of the gates. We gotta yes. go up there and check it out. There's yeah. okay. great fight yeah. choreography. Some of the most spectacular golf cart driving <laughs> in a modern action movie. Honestly, I. I, I might even I'm looking here I might even have put Cockfighter up in there somewhere just because I just did not like that character you know so much he was such a dislikable character but, dude Tooling Blacktop that was another movie that was just a masterpiece that's a masterpiece yeah absolutely it would have been it would have been in my top 10 if it was not if I wasn't using the same metric of just like have I seen this before take it away yeah. yeah so there's my top 10 would have been probably quite different but i really don't know that 
Mansion of the Doomed would not have been right at the top. Mm-hmm. I'm regardless of what I had. Taken. I'm really scared, Ernest. I'm really surprised Ernest Scared Stupid didn't show up on your list, Mike. Because you oh, you acted uh, like that was the worst thing you've ever seen when we did Thank that. you so I much did, for not breaking my heart. I did not like it. But it was, I don't know. I, it's, I just didn't have the heart to kind of just completely <laughs> shit on it. Yeah. Well, I, I shit all over I Julie's like number one movie by having it be my number one hated. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I think that says something about the duality of man, sir. It does. Wait, so what are some of your favorite episodes? Do you guys re- like remember any? Like, um, I was, it just made me think. Like, um, some of the ones my, with the worst movies were my favorites. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like my demon lover and it follows. That was one of my favorite episodes because we yeah. were all just like <laughs> clowning was... around and having a good time. That episode, those two movies were so... That was yin and yang. Dissimilar. <laughs> I thought I was going to need like a neck brace, for yeah. like a whiplash brace, yeah. after watching those movies back to back. It's our Valentine's Day episode. Not, Sexually transmitted demons. <laughs> That's right. Just sort of glancing here at the website, like the ones where we did the three angel movies. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved the, all three of that just because it was interesting but you know i i have my type of shit i do and i don't know it's just it's also sometimes it's just sort of like whatever is happening that day how i'm feeling mm-hmm. you know it's like oh that was fun honestly that one you picked julie with the brain scan or whatever oh yeah that shit and looker uh, yeah well that was a great combo mm-hmm. and uh mike the ones you picked with the um um, where the dudes were like in that special research thing in Australia. Yeah, the and Death Warmed Over and uh, Strange Behavior. Yes, yes, yes. That was those were both yeah. great. Those were just like stupid, splattery, like you know, just the kind of stuff I loved. Oh, but Death, honest, Death Warmed Over was on my top like fifteen. I had to take it off. Like that was great. The the um, mansion of the damned or the doomed with uh, blood and lace that was mm-hmm. that's blood and lace was mm-hmm. really interesting too and creepy. Agreed. I mean, I'm I'm looking here and like fucking the one where we did earthquake and towering inferno. You know, movies I yeah. hadn't seen since I was a child. Wait, that was our disaster disaster episode right, where, where we had, we had to record it three right. fucking yeah. times. <laughs> that's right. That was amazing. <laughs> so, what was the movie with? It wasn't Blood and Lace, I don't think. Was that the one with Uncle Leo, where there's yes. like the and Big okay. Payback? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah that was fucking Atragon and Latitude Zero. Yeah, that was great. Fucking great. All that model work was, and the like, uh, the lion with the wings and shit. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. What was the movie with the um, the woman like the what's her name? Oh my God, the actress. She was like kind of a big deal actress, blonde woman. Cynthia Rutherford. And she had the Morgan Fairchild. No, no Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> no, this was more from like she was sort of the fifties or sixties era. She was like a faded Hollywood star living in this house and had the was it John Savage living with her? Yeah, that's the killing kind. A killing kind. Okay. Mm-hmm. That one 
really had like a oh what a vibe yeah because he he kills uh shirley feeney that's that. correct and it was fucking yeah. rough yes yeah um we watched a lot of good stuff i mean yeah we watched some not so good stuff but i think <laughs> by and large i mean i would say our average as far as like really enjoyable fun stuff to watch is super high and uh, so here's the John Saxon double feature zombie death house, which he directed and, um, cannibal apocalypse. If you remember that one. Yeah. That was a, that was a fun double feature. Yeah. Ugh. But he was always fun to watch. Goddamn killer fish with, um, <laughs> that was a good one. Super was $6 million man. Yeah. Lee majors and James Franciscus. And fuck that was good. Eric. Karen Black. Yeah, maybe? she was. That was so fucking good. And um, I loved that. That was the one we did with the Ultimo Squalo. That was a really fun episode. We still need to go back and do the next two Billy Jack movies, y'all. Ooh. Yeah. No, that was. It? I had to take Goes that to Washington. Off my my top ten, but it was so good. Yeah. I yeah, I had never great. heard of those movies before. Yeah. I had to remove them because of the having seen mm-hmm. them before cuz I had seen that one multiple times but it never fails to impress me even though I have seen it a bunch of times. You talk about like episodes that were just fun to to talk about and to do were the this the thunder episode. The thunder I episodes were that. so great. And that's when we all became part of the Dallas VHS swap. That's right. That's right. Yeah, cuz yeah, okay. Eli, Eli brought that to those. us. Yeah. What about anguish, so that y'all? Makes it, Fuck Loved yes. anguish, hated eyeball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I liked both of those movies. Anguish was the better one. Anguish sure. was a fucking piece of art to me. That was really yeah. great. Little Zelda, like Rubenstein's mm-hmm. in there. Like she was fantastic. Isn't it Michael Lerner? Yep, as her son. He is. Oh, he's so creepy, man. Movie within a movie. So good. It's like movie within a movie within a movie. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Like, that was really just amazing. Yeah. Once it breaks out of the screening room and then you find out that something's actually going on in the theater. I don't know. It When you, when you get that the confirmation that, yeah, it's not just somebody freaked out because of the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And then like, you know, some shit's going down in the theater and then all the shit's going on outside the theater. It was like next level. Really good. Yeah. Bathroom. Scene. I'm going through the, oh, that's going through the lists here, intense. like all liquid sky and Vegas in space. That was a pretty awesome. combo. loved that episode. That was a pretty good combat. Um, Liquid Sky is so trippy, but Vegas in Space was just so perfectly campy. Uh-huh. It just, and like such a DIY yes, kind of. So gleeful and just fun. Um, and it's nice. Like I'm looking at this stuff and like there's a bunch here. Like I think with I think the past 10 episodes, we've done some of the most interesting shit. It's just been really. It isn't like we're running out of things to do. And that's that's I guess the most exciting thing about it is even 200 episodes in after watching what? 230, 240 movies, Mike. Um, mm-hmm. We're still like discovering things like death screams that I did not even know existed. So it's just really, really I cool. I was, 
I was really wanted. I was I was kind of reticent to take at least had not had to at least have one of those uh, not Rutger Hauer uh, Wings Hauser movies on my top ten because neither one of them were like is it uh, Deadly Force and Ellie Bounty. Mm-hmm. Huh? I liked both of those one better than the other, but uh, I just I couldn't fit it in yeah, there. The, you know, those didn't yeah. really make a mark for me. Man, he, he makes a mark for yeah, me. Like, he is like he is so eccentric. His his choices. Uh-huh. Like as an actor. Mm-hmm. It's always like he does something that just sort of seems to come out of left field. He's like the original Nicolas Cage. Ooh. <laughs> Where did that come oh, from? Let's start a fist fight with that. <laughs> so um, we've said it before um on the show, but like this whole construct that we've got here of this fucking podcast is really just a way for the three of us to sort of force each other to watch some oddball movies and then we talk about it and to dig up little known gems exactly even because like so we're confirmed film nerds Mm -hmm. So, like, it's shocking still when we find something that's got John Saxon or it's a Lucio Fulci movie or, like, some of this kind of shit where, like, and we didn't know about it. Not saying that, and that sounds, I don't want that to sound, like, egotistical. Oh, we know about all this kinds of stuff. But, like, our radar is so, even though I think we cast a wide net, it's still sort of a specific wide net. We're looking into those weird genre corners. But looking intensely, so it's weird for something to have slipped through that filtering process. I, I like the sort of analogy of just like lifting rocks and looking for something. And like you just lift one one day and you go, holy shit. Or Julie goes, oh, by the way, did you see under this rock? Here's raw force. And we just kind of go, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. Where has this been all my life? <laughs> yes, I love that movie. Um, and it's just, I mean, there's been so many of those where I've just been like, I cannot believe I haven't seen this until now or heard of it. Something like yeah. Chosen Survivors, which wasn't great. Still, how did I not know it existed? I don't know how, uh, yeah, that was not as good as I had hoped it would be, but I don't know how I didn't watch that like 10 times when I was 12 How did old. I not know that existed with that cast and that storyline? Yes. It just like blows my mind. Yeah. But that's what we're here for. So we're we're in the depths of the cave, finding these little treasures and hopefully telling other people about them so they can um, go find them and watch them. And trying not to run out of oxygen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, I'm so thankful for you guys and everything that you introduced me to. It's been quite a journey. Well, it's, it has, and it's, it's you have been a like a huge asset and. Uh, boon to the podcast well thank you yeah it's really like broadened the whole scope of the thing in like every single possible way oh well thanks guys we've we've gone from our little fucking uh uh clubhouse up at the top of the tree with uh all those contraptions that Ernest built for us to now we're like <laughs> so much more uh we're we're much broadly focused and uh, more inclusive and um I don't know. The conversations are just better, too. Because I get tired of Mike's bullshit after a while. Quite frankly. <laughs> it's been a few years. <laughs> yeah, maybe well, one or two. 
And, you know. We keep it from being like flickers from the incel. <laughs> Another reason these women don't want me is because. All I do is talk about shitty Exactly. <laughs> but that's not my fault. No. No. Ask Jordan Peterson. And to the listeners, we know that there's a lot of content out there. So, you know, it means the world to us. We're so honored that you guys spend the time with us. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're thankful for the friendships that we've found and uh, content. God, the movies that people have introduced us to is really exciting. So, please. Some, some of the ones people introduced us to were my favorites, like Stone yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, Zombie Death House. I mean, these are all movies that people emailed in about, and and thank you for doing that. Absolutely, that's the most still to me. And again, we've been this is like, like the end of a decade now, or a little over a decade that we've done yeah. this, and it is still one of the most exciting things to have somebody reach out that is out there somewhere listening to this, mm-hmm. and like just saying, hey. Like what you're doing, you guys should check this out. You, we seem to be of like mind, and that is so cool. Yeah. And especially the people from other countries that have written in, and we find out about the fucking um, what's the one with the guys driving the mini across New Zealand? Goodbye, goodbye, pork, pork pie. pie. Shit is so was so fucking great, and I'd never even heard of it. And uh, when we got, you know, we got a letter from the. Uh, the writer of Bot right. after we did that, which is a movie I love, and you know it was just awesome to hear from somebody connected to that, and to hear from Eli, who is clearly part of a community of like-minded, equally warped people mm. that are doing the same kind of yep. weird nonsense or into the same kind of weird nonsense yep. we are. So, yep, it's it's a. Uh, Right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a creative way to say it. It's like we have that we're part of a global community, and it's nice to be. Um, it's nice to be welcomed into that, and it's also nice to welcome others into it. I was. I was just going to say Google gobble. Google gobble. One of us. <laughs> yeah, but one of us. Google gobble. One of us. So, uh, if you're listening to this and you've heard some portion of the past 200 um, or the past. 199 episodes we welcome you to stick around for the next batch um we'll see if we get to 300 who knows we're all getting old so if i'm you know but shit we might be just jacked into the fucking uh, matrix here into the metaverse and we might all be doing this um uh, just at some sort of mental level instead of like actual spoken word so we'll, we'll just have to see how this evolves it's like it's recording day i have to think about the podcast oh, man but it's all going to go out in a uh, multi um, media extravaganza. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a three D fractal algorithm. Oh man, you're blowing my mind. I feel like I need a brain scan. <laughs> so this has been episode two hundred, and we thank you for listening. And um, we'll be back with episode two hundred one. What will be featured? Who knows? If you've got a suggestion, please write to us. We can be reached at flickersfrom at gmail dot com. Or flickers from at yahoo.com. You can get us on Facebook or whatever the fuck it is, Meta. <laughs> whatever their shit is. Now. I think the company is called Meta, but Facebook is still called Facebook. And talk to us on Instagram, Slasher, and Letterboxd at Flickers from the Cave. And um, you can also find us over on Twitter, where we are at K 
cave walls. Well, this has been fun, y'all. Julie, thank you for about, I guess, 80 really amazing episodes. And uh, Mike, man, I can't believe we've done 200 of these fucking things. Me neither. So um, I guess uh, all we can do is keep going. It's time to say goodbye to Jed and all his kin. And they would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in. You're all invited back next week to this locality to have a heaping helping of their hospitality. Hillbilly, that is. Set a spell. Take your shoes off. Y'all come back now, here. Yeah?